0: My wife and I told a couple friends about it. And like the day after, a neighbor and good friend came to me and asked more about the diagnosis and, and said, Man, look at this lump I've got on my neck. I've seen it there for about six months. I haven't really done anything with it. But your story has kind of motivated me to get it checked out. I'm like, yes, go get it checked out. And when I felt it, I was like, it feels eerily similar to what I felt on my own neck. And sure enough, horribly, he went to the doctor, had it checked out, and it was a different type of cancer, but it was a cancerous tumor in his neck as well. I mean, thankfully, he wouldn't have that checked out because the key with cancer, like I was saying before, it's not a death sentence. Medicine has come a long way, and a lot of cancer is curable, but the important thing is catching it early so that it hasn't spread, hasn't infected other parts of the body. If it's isolated, you can target it with radiation if it's a tumor or cut it out or use chemo, you know, for blood cancers and other types like that. Time to hit
1: the gym, better do it smart. Get your own coach, there where you are. Start the day right. With the smartest gym in the world, ready, set, go. Smart handle, smart bar, smart training, there you are. customizing it right. AI, form and Super set will show you what it's all about. It's a total
2: workout. Welcome to the Superset podcast. This is Crystal O'Keefe.
3: And this is Tom O'Keefe.
2: It's episode six because I forgot to you say forgot. that.
3: <laughs> well, we've only done five of these.
2: I know. I'm still getting a rhythm.
3: And 160 whatever others <laughs> of the other one. But so getting
2: my groove,
3: you'll get there.
2: Getting my superset groove. <laughs> Shut up.
3: This <laughs> is so what I do is I make fun of you.
2: I know. I'm very well aware. <laughs> I'm very familiar with the uh, making fun of me. So uh,
3: <laughs> I'll skip right over that. So I don't Yeah,
2: know. he's just going to.
3: Going to stop digging that hole. Hey, what do you got in store for people this week?
2: We are going to talk about a very exciting new feature that Tonal dropped after our last episode. Right. And we are also going to talk about some very super cool new content coming in addition to a couple of hits within the news and some general updates on the coaches.
3: And who was our interview with this week?
2: Our interview is with Jerome Snell.
3: Awesome. Well, uh, before we get to all that shameless plugs, don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, TuneIn, wherever you get your podcasts, you can find us. While you're there, be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you want to stay up to date on things between episodes, since this is every other week, it's a little bit of a bigger gap. So the best way to do that is to go to facebook.com slash superset podcast and like that page and join that group and you will be able to stay up to date throughout the week. And if you have any tips or tricks or questions, you can post it right there and we can respond to you or even other listeners slash tonal users can respond to you. So come on in, the water's fine. Yeah. And also wherever you're getting your podcast from, if you could leave a review for us, that's super helpful. We greatly appreciate that. Yes. So, I guess there's all that. Let's dig in, shall we?
2: We shall. New tonal features.
3: Well, this is a major update to what your tonal does. Major. Major form feedback has arrived. This is pretty impressive tech.
2: It is. Yeah. So each of the handles and each of the I guess it's just the handles and the like arms have sensors within them.
3: What about that little clip guy I see on the bar thing?
2: That's how you turn the bar on and off.
3: Okay, I didn't know if that had a little guy following you, too. I know
2: there's a ton of them. I know they have sensors built in all kinds of places, so I don't know that one offhand.
3: I guess it probably wouldn't need to, though, because it would connect to the arms anyway. Right, exactly. Never mind.
2: I was trying to be nice.
3: I know. You know why? I'm not.
2: (laughs) Good point. (laughs) Gloves are off. It's not about fight camp. Yeah, that's fight camp. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so here's the deal. It has all these sensors in it and they're like gyroscope senses. So it being the machine has been collecting data since the day you bought it, not through the camera for anybody freaking out.
1: The
3: camera is not watching you.
2: No, yet. And before it does, you'll get a chance to opt in. Right. But what happens is like every time you move the handles, like if you pull back on them, let's say to do a row or let's say a bicep curl, it is measuring your movement And so I've told you before, like whenever you're doing your own custom workout, you can see in the background information, like how intense that move was. Right. You can watch it over time. So the machine's always tracking that. But now as it tracks, it can tell you what you're doing wrong. So for example, I was doing some sumo squats this morning and it was like, get lower and i was like dang it
3: (laughs) (laughs) and then and she was like dang it and then again it was like get lower and she was like dang it
2: (laughs) so i had to make sure that i was letting the bar go all the way down to where it connects to the machine i couldn't i couldn't just like leave it at my shins you know i had to like go down to the bar and then use my glutes to pull up so I think super crazy good. Like It's insane that like it doesn't need a camera. And they're saying there's going to be a camera added later. So there's a camera built into your machine. They're saying that that's going to help. But the whole reason that they wanted to do it the way they did, which I think is amazing, is that they wanted to, people to be able to be comfortable in front of their machines, not have to stand in one space.
3: And I, I think that's good. But I also think there's a lot of people that just get really kind of squicked out at the idea of the camera looking at them. Absolutely. Especially when you're working out, that's kind of vulnerable. And so, yeah. So I think that they can gauge all that without actually quote unquote, seeing you. It's just pretty cool.
2: It's just amazing how good it is though, because the first time I had it happen, I was doing like rows, and I was like on the last set and my arms were getting really tired. And I knew that my form wasn't as good as it should be on that last one. And it was like, Hey, You need to get those arms back there. I was like, how did it know? I mean, just it's like it's so accurate. So this will be interesting because there's some competitors that are coming to market. We've got, let's see, Tempo. There's a new one, Carbon Trainer. And then we've got Form Life. So all of those are coming out. All of them claim to have different ways of providing feedback. But personally, I'm super excited that this one focuses so much on weightlifting right. and correcting your form without having to focus just on the camera, because some of them, like, for example, Tempo, I'm not picking on them, but I'm a little skeptical because they use the same AI that was used in Xbox Connect. Gotcha. And I used Xbox <laughs> Connect. I think I was like one of the five people I, in the world.
3: You yelled at Xbox Connect.
2: I mean, yeah, it was very glitchy. And yes, it could, in theory, see your joints, but there were also other downsides to it. Like it would get confused about things behind you. Right. So I get where Tonal is coming from that like this isn't the way they've set it up is not completely dependent upon being in front of the trainer in a certain angle.
3: Like the sensor is more tactile. It's actually experiencing movement and then gauging whether you're doing the thing properly as opposed to a thing trying to look at you. And who knows what else it's looking at.
2: Exactly. I think it's
3: also cool that like this has been kind of like baked into the machine the whole time.
2: Yeah, that's the cool thing.
3: And they're like, surprise. Yeah,
2: because it's (laughs) been gaining our information the entire time it's been out. So I don't know if you remember when we talked to Ali when we had our first interview with him and he talked about how like it could tell you like slow down, etc. Right. Well, it's because they were already working on this. Yeah. Like that was kind of the precursor to getting to this point. Right. So how exciting. And from what I understand, this is just the beginning. So I don't know what else they're planning, but I can't I think, wait.
3: Uh, the next the next update is you don't even have to lift the weight. It just does it for you.
2: That would be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's your dream equipment yeah. right there.
3: I'll buy two of those.
2: What if it still made you hurt? Hmm. What if you didn't actually have to move, but it made you hurt and sweat?
3: This is like scruples. Remember mm-hmm. that that book where they would ask you questions? So I would sweat, but and I would, you would uh, hurt, and I would hurt, but,
2: but you don't move. Yeah, I'm in. Really.
3: Yeah, I don't have to actually do it. I can sit there and watch TV All or Well, there and you go, happened.
2: guys. We finally figured out how to get Tom on a machine. He they're doesn't like, actually move. They're
3: like, yeah, that's not a thing.
2: Well, maybe someday.
3: <laughs> but it also makes you wonder, like, what else they got in there? You I know? know,
2: I know. Because like I said, the camera's not on. But when they do turn it on, because they said that's in months to come, right. you'll get an option to turn it on. Right. So you'll, you'll know ahead of time, like you're not going to get a surprise. Right. And also, how will that change the form feedback? And what other things does that mean? Like, I've got some ideas. Like, yeah. maybe that'll lead to one-on-one training, personal training. I've got so many exciting ideas. Who knows what they're thinking? Can't wait to see where they go. Absolutely. Can't tell. I can't tell. I'm dancing. I can tell. I'm dancing as I'm saying it.
3: Yes, I see the dancing.
2: <laughs> New
1: tonal content.
3: On the heels of the form feedback that they just announced, now there's a new program that I bet a lot of people are really jonesing for.
2: I cannot believe this. I am so excited. It is all about triathletes. I think it's called Endurance for Triathletes. Okay. And it is specifically geared Strength Endurance for Triathletes. It's getting ready and training in between seasons. And one of the most exciting thing is that it was – in part created, or you know, he helped design it by Mark Allen. And Mark Allen, if you guys don't know, is a six-time Ironman World Championship. Whoa!
3: I mean, World it's, champion. Like it's a big deal to complete an Ironman. Yeah. Regardless of where you place, right? And so he didn't just complete six. And didn't just win six. He won six world championships. And and now think about how
2: fast that is. Because remember when we were in Atlantic City and those guys were like jumping on and off their bikes? Yeah. In like record time. And they were like hopping on. They were going from running to biking and they didn't even like stop to put shoes on.
3: Yeah, they were like, I saw one guy change his tire while riding the bike.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly, I wouldn't doubt it. (laughs) These guys are like crazy good and it's so fast. I mean, they, they were out of the water in like 10 minutes. We were at a half Ironman, but like they were out of the water, and then zoom—they took off on their bike. Next thing you know, they're back, and then they're off on their run. And they, or I guess run then bike. But and
3: they were amazing. But you make a great point, like not to disparage them or no. a backhanded compliment. But like, but they weren't world champion level either. Right. And so, can't even imagine what somebody like that. I would
2: know. Work. I'm just like, so you just blink and he's back, right? Like, <laughs> I can't even imagine <laughs> how fast that must yeah. be. But like,
3: like, how are you dry already?
2: It's pretty cool to be training with people of that caliber and Absolutely. this this is really you know one of the things that got it gets me excited whenever i am on the peloton is like training with all of these like world athletes and so this is a way to train with a world triathlete right on your tonal like this guy is has input into what that program looks like and you're doing the program that he designed like that's freaking amazing
3: that it is any insight on how they help with the swimming portion
2: so this is just my theory. I okay. haven't read up on everything because this just hit. And we record a couple days before this hits. Right. So this literally just came out today. My understanding is, though, it's all about this one is like the endurance muscles or okay. it's endurance so for your muscles, It's
3: getting your body and physical shape to be able to do that.
2: Exactly. You're like, not
3: going to take your tonal in the pool. Right. OK, <laughs>
2: so similar to like whenever I'm training for like if I do the better bike and tread program. I'm increasing my muscular strength so that whenever I'm on the bike or the tread, I'm getting PRs. This is kind of the same thing. Like it would be working specific muscle groups to then have better endurance while doing a triathlon. Gotcha. So it's hitting all of the muscles, the big muscles that you need for a triathlon. Just crazy. That is great. And I'm particularly excited about it because I took my first outdoor bike ride and like almost a year yeah the other day so the ladies that did that they want to get me in the pool soon too so when it's covid free yeah. good
3: luck i know so you I got know. time
2: right i do i do so,
3: good thing that this is a 47 week class no it's, it's not. not it's not it's a- not
2: four weeks yeah. <laughs> look who's talking about
1: tonal
3: Forbes.com. It's still weird for me to talk about magazines as websites and not magazines. Like, I am assuming that there's still a Forbes magazine.
2: I think there is. But I want to
3: say Forbes magazine, but I'm like, but that's not really how anyone will ingest this information. The only one I
2: know that you can confidently say that about anymore is Atl- The Atlantic.
3: And Newsweek, I believe. Okay. Yeah, but okay. but still, Forbes.com and or magazine, if you want to kick it old school, I had an article this week about high-tech home gyms.
2: Yeah. And it was really cool. Tonal got a mention and they were talking about all of the different high tech gyms that are out there. Mm-hmm. Specifically, whenever they mentioned Tonal, they talked about how back in March, Tonal told them that their sales tripled at one point in wow. March when people were being urged to stay home more regularly. Right. Like Isn't that hit. insane? That is amazing. I, I know all of these companies are doing great with people working out from home. And I also saw this was not in this article, but I saw another article this week, which I should have included that something like 59 percent of people are now saying they will not return to an actual old fashioned gym once the all clear is signed.
3: Yeah. And that makes sense. I mean, on two levels, one, people just now have an awareness about germs and disease that they, they didn't have and a sensitivity to that that they didn't have before. But I think also, like once you've made the purchase and you set get yourself set up in your house, why would you go back? You already spent this money.
2: Yeah, and I know everybody's very aware that I love tonal, but like just the fact that like you have this in your home, right? and it tells you all that you need to do. So if if like my goal is to lose weight. so I can go and pick. I want to do programs that focus on getting lean and then I just keep doing them. You know, and if I I can throw in other stuff like power or whatever, I'm still getting a fantastic workout, but I don't have to design it. I don't have to think about it. And I can't say enough how exciting that is. Like, it's just so cool.
3: And while we're talking about Total in the News, Yahoo.com, their sports department, had an article about Alex Caruso. Yeah. Who I know is an NBA player because it says it here on the screen in front of me. I
2: thought you like I got all excited. I was like, you knew? You I knew? was like
3: the guy trapped on a desert island. No, that's Robinson Caruso.
2: Ironically though, he is isolated because this was all about, this was all about the NBA bubble. First off,
3: nice segue. <laughs> Just hat tip. Thanks. Yes, well done.
2: I've hung out with you a lot, <laughs> but he is in the NBA bubble. And this was talking about like how he is getting to use the tonal while he's training for the NBA in the bubble. So that's pretty cool. So Uh,
3: any insight on, is there like one tonal or a bank of tonals that they're all allowed to use in the bubble? Or did he have a tonal shipped specifically to his bubble within the bubble?
2: Well, that's a good question, but you should probably watch the video to find out for sure. That
3: face says you don't know.
2: Dang it. Totally busted. <laughs> <laughs> I watched this video a couple of weeks ago and I can't remember. I get that. i was just curious. If,
3: <laughs> I'm just envisioning like a whole bank of them that all the NBA players just go up and use. Yeah,
2: I don't know because I get what you're saying. But at the same time, if it's a bubble and it's all about social distancing and being careful and they're being tested like You would think that they would need to be pretty separate, too.
3: I get that. But uh, so I've not been following this at all because it's sports and I don't care. Right. But I just took it to mean like the bubble, like you're tested and then you go in the bubble and they're just assuming that you were tested and you're safe and they're putting everybody in there. These guys
2: get tested every day. Every single person in the bubble gets tested every day. In
3: my head, I was hearing it like it's an island. No,
2: because you know how people can be asymptomatic. So let's say that you went in. Like let's say you're on the cusp. Let's say you right. were a week into your symptoms, or what you don't have any symptoms, but right. you were a week into your illness, but you didn't know it. So you get there, you don't show up as positive, and sometimes the tests are wrong. Like right. I, I mean, that's it just happens. a fact. There's
3: any test, yeah.
2: So then, like, then you get sick, you're asymptomatic, and you're giving it to all these people, and nobody knows. So they're still testing them. Like I thought it was daily. That's yeah. the way I read it,
3: and I knew that they were still testing. I just thought it was like you're all safe, you can interact.
2: Well, I know that's the theory. Yeah. I know that's the theory. Uh I just don't know that it's working out that way.
3: Basketball is pretty high contact. Uh, Like baseball. I mean, there are some, but not near to the degree that you do in basketball. No,
2: no, definitely. Definitely. There's more one on one. They're fighting over that ball. Very close contact. Right. Yeah. A lot more than you would in baseball. I mean, we don't know much about sports, but we know that much. I've
3: seen movies. Right. I was like,
2: you've been to baseball games.
3: Yeah. We, we live in St. Louis. You almost, you have to go to do like, field trips because of the Cardinals. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so you've been I, uh, through osmosis. You yeah. learn about. We've baseball. never been to
2: a basketball game, though. I have An been. NBA. We've yeah. been to high school basketball, which is totally different and yeah. doesn't really count.
3: And of course, the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs>
2: Have you been to an actual Harlem Globetrotters game? I have. I should have known that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. The Harlem Globetrotters. Of
2: course course. you have. Yeah. I love how much you love them and then still hate
3: sports. I even met Goose Tatum.
2: Of course you did. So there. I believe it. (laughs) I got nothing after that.
3: Okay. Okay. Well, then we'll move on. Okay. So Coach Pablo, cheetah lover extraordinaire. (laughs) (laughs) So i don't even know how it came up i was joking around <laughs> about just randomly <laughs> coach pablo is an expert on cheetahs yes and apparently he heard that and he is studying up on cheetahs
2: yeah that last monday i woke up to that in my insta stories and i about <laughs> died oh my god he so was like
3: what did he put in your stories? he story? had
2: like this like cheat sheet about cheetahs and it was talking about like it's some a cheetah di- sheet <laughs> yes so it has like all these stats about cheetahs and then he's like i'm learning <laughs> i was like oh my god i was Good. dying we will
3: one day have you on the show
2: <laughs> and, and we are gonna quiz the there sh- out will of you. be a quiz.
3: she'll ask you tonal questions and every other question will be for me and it will be entirely about cheetahs
2: <laughs> the great part is he won't know whether or not you're right or wrong so
3: you better get ready <laughs> It's going to be like you'll have your
2: own cheetah sheet. Yeah. It's
3: going to be like Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom up in this. (laughs)
2: Let's go.
3: (sighs) And then, speaking of Coach Pablo, Dead on Deadlift.
2: Okay. So, this is a brand new program. You get to become an expert on deadlifts. So, this program touches. different kinds of deadlifts throughout the program. Okay. So then you get to practice them every single day. And then it also includes advanced weight modes. So I'm thinking like chains, which I know you don't work out, Tom, but imagine bending over to pick up a heavy barbell with weights already attached to it. That's hard enough, right? But then add chains to it and like pulls down. That's what I picture. I don't understand
3: it has chains on it too. Yeah, like added Jacob strength. Jacob Marley's ghost?
2: Yes. <laughs> it's just like that.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, where do the chains go? I well, don't it's, understand. It's
2: in the machine. It's an added weight Oh, mode. I see. It's not literally. Okay, chain. I don't know. But like what it does is that as you go down, it adds more weight to it. Like the weight goes up on your downward Movement so it makes it more challenging.
3: So the weight changes depending on where you're at in the move. Yes, okay, there you go. Is that something you can even do in real life?
2: No, that's one of the cool things about tonal you can't do that, you can't do eccentric mode, you can't do spotter mode. None of those things exist in the real world.
3: Yeah, I mean, I know technically tonal is in real life, but
2: I knew exactly what you meant. I was there.
3: So here's my question, and Uh, again, you might not have an answer for it, uh but I'm I'm now I'm intrigued.
2: So, is it about cheetahs?
3: No, it is not about cheetahs this time. Okay. So, if you've never been able to do these sorts of movements before, will over time people like be able to develop muscles and look different than they did otherwise or than they would have otherwise?
2: Okay. Well, I'm not the person to ask this. You need to get on these tonal. (laughs) ask a coach and ask that question. Like that's what you need to do. I will forget
3: all about this by the time we're done.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But I don't think that it would because you're using the same muscles. You're just using them in a different way. Like you're, so Instead it's like of, a twofer.
3: Yes. Like before you're going to use muscle A and then if you want to do muscle B, you got to go do this whole other thing think, where think, now you can do like muscle A on the way up, muscle B on the way well, down. think
2: about it like this. Let's just talk about it with a, a bicep curl, right? Okay. So when you curl up, right. okay, that's when you're expending energy, right. right? And then eccentric mode, when you go back down, so one of the advanced modes is called eccentric mode. So what it does is it adds the weight on the eccentric part so like this is the heavy part but then it adds weight on this part so you're you're still using that same muscle right and so it's just the reverse for chains it's like when you're going up you're adding more 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 gotcha makes sense i think i got it okay
3: i still like this jacob marley's ghost idea
2: okay i don't even know what to say to that (laughs) (laughs) but now that we're done talking about that Because I don't know what else you're going to say.
3: You know, you're eager when you do the segue. Have you ever done a segue?
2: It's happening right now.
3: On any of our shows?
2: History in the making. I'm (laughs) segwaying. So that is the other new program that came out. But there's also some new workouts. There's Quick Core with Coach Paul. A nice, quick, well, I say quick. It's 25 minutes of advanced core work. Three moves. You're going to work your core from every different plane and get your heart rate up. Then there's Bring Your Kids with Coach Gabby. Love this. It's a nine-minute workout that's for the whole family. So it's a great oh, school. Yeah, I and love it, you know, especially summertime, you know? And, well, and I bet
3: you that might come in handy as people go back to school, but they're...
2: Might do virtual.
3: They're doing virtual. If there's still some sort of PE requirement, like that might be something you can get your school to help count.
2: Yes, and definitely. And you can actually
3: track it and show they did it.
2: Yes, love that. Yeah. And then, after you've worked hard, you can do a rest day meditation with Coach Jared. So, he leads you through a meditation so you can find self-awareness and a sense of perspective. Awesome.
3: Yeah. And then, before we wrap up and move on to our interview of the week, it was Tonal CEO Ali O'Re- O'Roddy's birthday a few days ago.
2: Yes, July and 19th. Since
3: we every two weeks, it would fell in the gap. Yes. So, in honor of that, Crystal will now say happy birthday. <gasps> No, I won't. No.
2: But happy birthday.
3: (laughs) We don't want to pay for the rights. Would you do like a TGI Friday's happy birthday? Happy, happy birthday, 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 happy. I don't need to. You just did. Damn it. Son of (laughs) a (laughs) bitch. Thanks, Tom. You're welcome. And happy birthday.
2: Yes. Happy birthday. Checking in with the Tonal Community.
3: So joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube, that's <laughs> what we're calling it, yeah. is Jerome Snell. Hey, Jerome, how's it going? I'm doing great.
0: How are you guys doing?
2: Good. Good. I'm pretty pumped that it's Friday. It's a weekend. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. about that. Yeah. It's
0: been, uh, work has been a bit crazy, I'm sure for a lot of people, just being home, working with people that can work from home, of course. I shouldn't complain that I can work from home, but just sitting behind a computer and on-stop meetings all day long. I've got to like, it's like being in high school again, but it's worse because there you had three minutes of passing time. Now I've got meetings that are running next to each other. Can't get anything to drink. Can't go to the bathroom. It's... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, yours must be all on camera. I am I, lucky enough to have meetings that are audio only so oh. I can sneak away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, I'm sitting behind a camera with uh, Teams or Zoom pretty much all day long. Well, my day
3: job is concert promotion, so I have uh, no meetings unless the meetings typically go like this. You want to move that show to 2021? Okay, cool.
1: Thanks.
3: (laughs) That's pretty much the extent of my Zoom calls. But
2: hey, we're just happy we're still working. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. That is for sure. So tell us how you originally found Tonal. What path led you to Tonal?
0: Sure. So I can't remember when I first heard about Tonal, but it must have been on a commercial, I'm guessing, or I ran across it on the web. And I just thought that is... Super cool because you know I'd, I'd heard of the Peloton, seen the Peloton, hadn't ridden one, but but knew what the concept was, and just saw what Tonal was was trying to do, saw the commercials, and just thought that is the coolest thing I've ever seen. And having had you know a history of weight training and being uh, a geek by trade, and by software engineer and, and lead a software team, just love the technology aspect of it. So I was immediately intrigued. And the closest place to try one out was, uh, other than San Diego, it's like two hours away in Santa Monica. But we just jumped in and pulled the trigger right out. It looked like just the coolest thing ever. And and we were right.
2: Oh, that's awesome. So how did you get to the point where you were like, I would like to do some weightlifting. I would like to get strong. I understand there's kind of a a journey that you went on to get to that point.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess starting with history, I'm... um, you know, in my twenties and thirties, I was, I was always working, you know, working out and go to the gym uh, a few days, three to five days a week and weight train. I always wanted to be in not like amazing shape. I wasn't trying to be a bodybuilder or anything like that, but I always wanted uh, to stay fit and enjoyed working out and the, uh, the benefit that came from it, both from a body and mind perspective. It's perfect. Actually perfect timing that we got the tono because we got it in, in late February, right before everything got locked down that mm-hmm. what. That wasn't intentional. I didn't have a crystal ball. and know that there was a global <laughs> pandemic coming when we ordered it in January. But um, it worked out really well because coming back to the history point, once I got into my, my late 30s and had two daughters, kind of my, my time to go to the gym was cut off. And, and that's you know largely by choice. I, I prioritized spending time with my daughters over going to the gym. So that really stopped and my physical fitness level dropped pretty precipitously. Then and I guess the, the, the journey of my personal journey comes around to it. Last August, I was diagnosed with, con- with cancer. I have uh, with head and neck cancer. But basically basically uh, had a little bump right down here that was almost the size of a pea, basically. And I looked at that and felt hard. Like, that does not seem right. And I, I didn't think that much of it, but I might as well go see uh, ENT and ear, nose, and throat doctor and have it checked out. And I think the doctor immediately knew that it was something. Obviously, you know, he didn't tell me and he he did a good job of not letting on. But he looked at it, ordered an MRI, got those results and came back and did a biopsy, which was painful. And yeah, the next day, I remember it's crazy. I remember it clear as day. Like if it just happened, I was sitting downstairs working on a budget presentation for the following week. And I got a call from the doc saying that, you know, unfortunately was was positive. And I mean, this, everything stood still. It's like you see in the movies where everything stops and tunnel
3: vision. And yeah,
0: yeah, it it really did. And I mean, my world literally changed. And it's crazy because it was my 11th wedding anniversary and my wife was coming home early that day. We were going to try to sneak into a sneak a happy hour to celebrate before we, we got the kids home. And instead, she came in, I was standing in the kitchen. I was actually thinking, maybe I won't tell her. You know, obviously, I will tell her at some point, but maybe I won't tell her today because we can enjoy a drink. Right. So I, I was like, okay, I'm not going to tell her. And then she walks in. As soon as I, I saw her, I just burst out in tears. I mean, immediately. And uh, I- <laughs> Yeah, I get, I get it. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're yeah. entitled. You're allowed. It's okay.
1: Yeah,
0: like, yeah. absolutely. Oh, my gosh. It's a, It's a life changer. But. The most difficult part at that point was I had no idea what it meant to you know, have cancer. What that meant to me is that you've got a certain number of days left and, and you're going to die. And then that's kind of it. Because that's you know a lot of what you see in, in movies or, or read sure. about is the worst case scenario. And so I was, as you can imagine, just completely scared that I'm not going to get to see my, my little girls who were uh, last year three and five years old, not to get to see them them grow up and I was just, I was absolutely devastated. And then that went for about a week between the diagnosis, which was August 9th, Friday, to the following Friday when I got, first saw my oncologist, got the results of the PET scan, which is a full body scan for cancer to see if it's uh, metastasized or spread. And, you know, thank God it, it hadn't spread. It was just isolated right in my uh, lymph node. So there's a tumor here, but there was more up in the lymph node on the right side, that I couldn't see because it was under the skin. So thankfully, this little bit poked out, or otherwise, I would have had no reason to go see the doctor right. at all. I'm quite happy it's about that. Such a that. crazy thought, right? Yeah. yeah,
2: of course. It's it's just a crazy thought that like that you happen to feel that bump and pay attention, and that you made the choice to go ahead and and check it out. I mean, I might be guilty of avoiding yeah. those types of conversations with doctors I issue
3: yeah. it to the doctor all the time
2: well, maybe <laughs>
3: like, yeah, she's one of those people that it's like well if the doctor doesn't tell me then I'll be okay. I mean, logically, I know
2: that that doesn't make any sense. Like I know that, but but, like, that's my first thought is avoidance. I mean,
3: that's a variation on if we don't test for COVID, we'll have to do It (laughs) absolutely is. I,
2: I, I admit that. And I know how ridiculous that whole thought process is, but it's still just like, well, but there's part of you that doesn't want to know, you know? And I guess that, yeah,
3: but, Typically, that's the male reaction, right? Just painting with a broad brush. Yeah, totally. like, that's typically a guy thing. So like you're fortunate, drum that you're not like that, that you were like, this is but, weird. I'm going to go get a look at that.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, and I can't say that I, w- I always run to the doctor. There are other things that I just kind of blow sure. off for sure. But certainly, obviously, incredibly glad I did. And, and if I can give you or, and the listeners any advice, kind of my, my PSA is if you see something, say something. And I don't mean become a hypochondriac and run to the doc, but you know, if you got a lump, give it two weeks or so. If it doesn't change and if it's hard and it seems not to move with the skin, those are both bad signs. But the reason I say that it doesn't, obviously it doesn't mean that it's cancer because probably 99% of bumps that people find are not malignant. But the reason I say it is because my wife and I told a couple of friends, our close friends about it. And like the day after a neighbor and good friend came to me and asked more about the diagnosis and, and said, man, look at this little, this lump I've got on my neck. You know, I, I've seen it there for about six months. I haven't really done anything with it, but you know, your story has kind of motivated me to get it checked out. I'm like, yes, go get it checked out. And when I felt it, I was like, it feels eerily similar to what I felt on yeah. my, my own neck. And sure enough, horribly, he went to the doctor, had it checked out and it was a different type of cancer. But it was a cancerous tumor in his neck as well. So, you know, I mean, thankfully he wouldn't have that checked out because the key with cancer, like I was saying before, it's not a death sentence. Medicine has come a long way and a lot of cancer is curable. But it's important thing is catching it early, you know, so that it hasn't spread, hasn't infected other parts of the body. If it's isolated, you can target it with radiation if it's a tumor or cut it out or use chemo, you know, for blood cancers and other types like that.
3: That's crazy, though, that you like, do you like live in Three Mile Island? Like, what is going on there?
0: What's in the water here?
3: (laughs) Right. Lots of power lines they just installed. Like, what is happening? It's the 5G. Yeah. what it is. It it must
0: be. It's a wild, unfortunate coincidence for sure.
3: So that guy better be sending you a Christmas card every year.
0: (laughs) No doubt. and. To give the happy ending now, he and I have both had scans since our treatment, and both at this point, knock on wood here, we are cancer-free, and hopefully that continues.
2: Yay. Awesome. That is wonderful news.
3: So what was that process like for you? Like, what do they have to do? Was it just a removal? Were there other things
0: involved? What's uh, that look it's, like? It's pretty terrible. Pretty, pretty terrible, I'd say. So. In,
2: yes, Larry David. We got to
0: curb your enthusiasm, <laughs> fan. Oh, I love Larry Yeah, it was it was awful. But there's kind of three modalities, as I understand. It. I'm certainly no doctor, but as I understand it, there's really three modalities when you're treating cancer. There's radiation, there's surgery, and there's chemotherapy or immunotherapy, which is you know drugs and you know, drugs or, or or vitamins and an IV, but. Usually with the cancer treatment, there's always going to be one that's primary. And for me, the primary was radiation. Because of where the tumor was, they weren't able to do surgery and cut it out because they wouldn't be able to get the margins around it. So they just found that it's better to do radiation. So I had radiation for seven weeks, five days a week. And then it was oh. Monday through Friday. And then every Friday I had uh, four plus hour chemo sessions. <laughs> that
2: sounds exhausting. yeah. yeah.
3: I'm tired just listening to it.
0: Yeah, it was. I mean, you probably saw the picture on the Sonal Facebook page, but that's pretty much where I was for that entire time. I had a a fentanyl patch on my arm. Plus, I was taking a lot of more painkiller medication that just really, I mean, it it kept the pain down, thankfully, but it it just knocked me out. Kind of kept me, Mm. as I heard, I, I didn't make this up, but I think it's a great description. I was living near my family as opposed to with my family.
3: Yeah.
2: I'm really glad it was temporary. I'm sure in the moment though, you have to wonder, like, Am I doing the right thing? Is this gonna be worth it? Is this I'm sure well, thoughts it, like that go through your head.
0: I mean, there's only two choices here with it really. There was go through the treatment or die. Yeah. And <laughs> I didn't choose B for sure. So. <laughs> right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, we're very glad of that. Yes. <laughs> and I'm glad that the uh, treatment was so successful. Yeah. And by the time you get to the end of that seven weeks, like, how do you feel? What's your physical activity? What are you able to do? What's that look like?
0: Sure. I, I felt terrible, probably worse than I've ever felt in my life. So I'm six foot one and I was about 190 pounds when uh, I started this journey. When I got done, I was about one sixty, maybe dropped into the, the high one fifty. So dropped a solid thirty pounds during the treatment. But I was because of where the treatment was, it affected a lot of stuff around there, including vocal cords and including the ability to swallow. So as you can imagine, I, I had trouble eating, besides the fact that the chemo made everything taste terrible. So I was basically on four Ensure shakes a day. And that's all it's literally all I was I was eating. I actually had to get up, I would wake up in the middle of the night, like around three or four in the morning and drink one insure to count for the day because otherwise I just wouldn't get them down during the course of the day because it was just either I was yeah. sleeping during the day or just had no interest in, in eating. So this felt incredibly weak and I was on the drugs. I remember I heard the tonal about two weeks after getting off all the drugs, It was it was kind of a birthday present. And uh, welcome back to Life a, Present. A well-deserved one.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. A
0: well-deserved one. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, and what, it, a,
2: what a great way to celebrate.
0: It was. And, and this birthday was the one I, I think I've celebrated the most since I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, And, it's, and that's it's the best
3: to time to see. make a big purchase like that because your wife can't fight you. What that's gonna <laughs> say? that's, that's, you that's know?
0: exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. I, I know when I saw it, I remember I sent it to her thinking, telling her, hey, this, this is pretty cool. My body's decimated right now. I'd love to get this and, and try to build back. Expecting her to be like, no, I don't think so. Uh, or no, it's not a good use of money. And she's like, yeah, you should. That's uh, that's a good idea. I'm Aww. like, all right, let's do it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and check out real quick before yeah. <laughs> she changes her mind. It was already in the car. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so coming back to your question on, on how I was feeling, it was pretty tough to once the tonal finally arrived i hadn't really done anything physical besides besides walking so once the tonal finally arrived it it was difficult to even though i had the history of of weight training was very difficult to get started and get my body moving like that again
3: i bet what kind of program did you first select when you're just like i got to get back up to speed i don't know that i mean tonal has a lot of great programs i'm not trying to to say but that it's they not, don't It's not like, like
2: it's focused on it's not, somebody coming in from just having right, cancer like I, treatment. They probably
3: don't have something that's like, so you want to recover from chemo. And so right. what'd you look for?
0: I looked for one of the easiest things I could find, to be honest. I looked definitely looked beginner and it was Coach Natalie's building basics. So that seemed like a great entryway to get in there. And I jumped on that. Sure.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. smart. That's a really good way to do that. And so were you able to complete the program? Did you need to modify? Did you have to make some changes to it?
0: Yeah, I was able to get through it, trying to think back. I don't think I modified a lot. It started to, you know, once I started making the movements and, and feeling better, the energy started to come back reasonably quickly and, and started to feel better. I stopped finished treatment so, just before uh, Halloween. So and I was off work through for, for three months basically the 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 last three months of, of last year. So I went back to work in, in early January and started working out six weeks after that. So my body had a little time to you know, recover without much exercise prior to starting on the tonal.
2: Do you feel like tonal was good for your recovery?
0: Yeah, without a second thought. Yeah, it was, it's been amazing for my recovery. And honestly, if there's a silver lining to the COVID situation of being trapped in our houses, having the tonal and it's a five minute walk from my office to the tonal to where my office, to the gym and to work out. So I have no excuses. So that's actually helped me a ton. I mean, that's a big, being able to do it. That's a big house. That's true. Hum- that's probably stopping Humble in brag my bedroom. much there, Jerome. That, that's <laughs> probably stopping and changing. Before I get there, okay. Okay.
3: It's like, well, look, who lives in a mansion?
2: He's like, it's uh, it's just my five thousand square foot on the first floor.
0: I live in San Diego. There's, it's more like a five second, a five second walk, right?
3: (laughs) So, what made you opt for tonal over traditional
0: weights? Uh, The size, the form factor. I looked at machines more traditional machines or and free weights but they're just so big and they'd have to put it in the garage it would take up so much space in the garage especially in the summer would be miserably hot so this worked out well that was like one of the one of the primary drivers for my wife at least is that when it's put away now it's reasonably attractive it looks like a a long tv on the wall yeah Yeah, it's a sleek
3: piece of equipment that's for sure yeah
0: definitely Sorry, no, the technology is pretty amazing in it, too. I think that's one thing that I was saying before. It drew me to it, having the uh, the tech integration and, and the AI in doing the lifting is, is pretty incredible.
3: Is there like a favorite thing about it or an aspect of it that kind of surprised you that you didn't expect?
0: Yeah, how hard the lifting was. <laughs> I mean, because I can getting on on free weights, I can lift a lot more weight than the number says on the tonal. Isn't
2: that fascinating? it,
0: It is. The digital weight is, I don't know what factor, but it's definitely heavier than free weights.
2: I was going to ask you that because you said you have experience weightlifting. And so I never did a lot of traditional weightlifting in the gym. I was always very intimidated by that made me very uncomfortable. But just using the tonal compared to free weights with the very small weights that I have at the house, that's different. But, like, what's the difference, like, when you're trying to do, like, a bench press or a squat, like, a a really big move? Do you find that you really notice how much of a difference there is?
0: Yeah, so when I was, you know, with my younger, was was lifting a lot. I was, you know, benching two plates, which is 25, like, 10 plus times. Sorry, 225. But when I'm on the tonal, I think I'm right now at, like, 80-something pounds plus eccentric. You know, and that's... Yeah, you know, wow. obviously I'm I'm older than I was before, so that probably has something to do with it. But I can't imagine it's, it's that much different. But I can I have actually a set of uh, dumbbell dial weights, so you can go from like five to fifty five pounds, and I can certainly right yes. now curl much heavier on those than I can on the tonal.
2: That's fascinating. Interesting, just fascinating. And that's
3: maybe something for people to keep in mind if they're looking to get one, because yeah. I know some people that are used to free weights think. They hear the 100 pounds an arm and they think that like, oh I, they, what if I blow through that and that there is a something of a of a range there you know
0: yeah Definitely. you see that question reading through the uh, Facebook community you see that question quite often because I, I thought it myself mm-hmm. when I first saw 200 pounds like that'll be a nice six to 12 months that I'll own this.
2: But you haven't maxed out any of the exercises yet. (laughs) No,
0: no, no, we're close. I think the highest weight that I'm on is a deadlift, which is, I don't know, like 125 or something like that. But, you know, even if you you do get up to 200, it's just do more, do more reps. You know, it's still a significant amount of weight. yeah.
2: Yeah. And like Coach Jackson says, you know, to slow them down too. That makes a big difference going, like when you, you go like in a squat, if you go down, holding that weight really slowly, and then try to come back up, that sure changes things.
0: (laughs) It it definitely does. And now with the form trainer on there, I used it today for the first time. And it it caught me a couple times. I think it was glass down I was doing and I wasn't coming down all the way. And it said something like, pull your arms down all the way. And yeah, then I started doing that. And it certainly was harder.
2: I only had it pop up on me once yesterday during a workout. I haven't done one today. It was like, I was getting really tired. And I don't, I think I was doing like the tricep pull where you like have to push your arms behind yep. you. And I was getting tired and it was like all the way back by your side. And I was like, oh, I did kind of, I did kind of <laughs> fumble that. Like I, I was not pushing as hard as I could have.
0: <laughs> yeah. For better or worse, it catches you.
2: Yeah, that's interesting.
3: I think they should have a mode where like when you don't do it right, like one of the instructors like pops onto the screen, like,
2: Hey <laughs> <laughs> Get to work. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing over there? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, work harder. Yeah. <laughs>
2: so speaking of instructors, who's your favorite instructor?
0: Oh, that's a tough question. I've worked on programs with four instructors so far and I, I can't say that Okay. It's hard to say that I have a favorite because each one was excellent for what I wanted at the time. And I started with, with Natalie, and it's exactly what I needed in terms of the basic program. And then went on to two from Coach Paul, and those, those went really well as well. And and then jumped into the Go Big or Go Home, which was a major challenge. It was, it was great. I loved it. <laughs> but it certainly pushed me. And now I'm I just finished week three Nicolette's raising the barbell. Oh and that's another one. That's quite difficult. It pushes you, but it's it's great. It just feels good. Like I I did it a couple hours ago and you can just my shoulders. I can just feel them. Like right now, my shoulders and my uh my, my shoulder blades. Even when I do that, I can feel they're they're already swords a couple hours later.
2: I highly recommend another tough one is power to the max with oh, okay. uh, Coach Nicolette. And also since getting and I'm going to talk to you about Peloton in a second but since you do have a Peloton as well the Better Bike and Tread you might enjoy those.
0: That's you know that's my plan. Uh, because one more week on raising the barbell then I want to do uh, the uh, Better Bike and Tread at the same time of doing the Peloton power zone program.
2: Nice, nice. Yeah, that'll be great. So you have the Peloton how do you find yourself combining the workouts for your schedule?
0: I work Chicago hours based in San Diego. So my day usually starts sometimes as early as five, but always no later than six. So I get up early and usually around like 11 o'clock my time. So I put in you know, a good five hours, slows down. Chicago's out at lunch and I work a lot with people in, in Europe as well. So they've gone home at that point. So I can usually, I usually work till like 11, have a two to three hour block where I'll do a workout on both and then have lunch and then go back to work.
2: Oh, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, that's good. I really like that. Yeah. It breaks up the day really nicely. And again, the silver lining with COVID, couldn't do that if I had to go into the office.
2: Totally. That is true. Yeah. Do you find that you still have time at night to like hang out with your family or does that kind of restrict the time that you have with your family?
0: Well, I, I do because I'm coming back to work. I'll usually work till six o'clock or so, you know, five or six o'clock San Diego time. And then... You got dinner and everything with the family. The thing is, though, it, what's difficult in terms of the work schedule is time with my wife without the kids. Because pretty much the kids yeah. go to bed and I follow. <laughs> yeah. I'm giving up at <laughs> yeah. five.
2: Yeah, when you have little ones, especially, that is a challenge. That's always hard. Yeah, we're fortunate because
3: we have teenagers, so they don't talk to us even though we live <laughs> in the same house. So, we're, and
2: they stay up way later than we do. Yeah, yeah. We're good. I don't even care anymore. Just yeah. like whatever.
3: Okay. It's a brave new world. Like, we, <laughs> sure, screen time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever we, stops you from yelling at
0: us?
2: Yeah, we have no room to talk.
0: <laughs> That's not one I'm so I, I'm not looking forward to. Teenage girls in a house. I know it's coming. No,
2: up. no, you should not. And let me tell you, with my daughter, it started two years younger than with the boys. Okay. So,
3: like the shift in attitude. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. It was ten years old when the oh, wow. uh, attitude kicked in, and yeah. she's actually. 13 now and way nicer yeah. than when she was when she was 10.
0: Oh wow. <laughs> well it gets better then. That's yeah. good.
2: Eh, I mean better. <laughs> yeah. But now we're dumb. Now everything yes. we say, we know nothing. Yeah. So like she's nicer, but now she just says nothing when you can see by her face that yeah. she completely disagrees yeah, with us. Yeah,
3: I forgot to tell you um about a week ago I saw her smile. For you just did? a second. So <laughs> I forgot to <laughs> alert you to that, but that's Good sign, I guess.
2: we got a smile sighting.
3: And she loves when she gets in arguments with me and my snarky sense of humor. It goes down so well. Oh, my God. The the teenage girl.
2: Yeah, you'll have lots of fun. Yeah. It's tons of fun.
0: You're making me very excited, (laughs) let me tell you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> just enjoy those hugs <laughs> and the I love you's. Yeah.
0: And <laughs> no, they're, still get them. They're,
3: they're finite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe not finite, but there will be a pause. They, yeah. Yeah.
2: I hear they come back around. <laughs> yes. Unlike
3: but... your Peloton, they have a pause button. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have any advice for people new to the tunnel community?
0: It, probably the best advice would be just to jump right in. Choose something that looks interesting and just try it. Don't don't be afraid to try different things because the tonal is engineered to support you and it's you can put it on low weight get the form right, and just start just start going. Don't be intimidated, I think is the key thing. And also use the community. There's a you know, great community with a lot of information. And I, I would bet that especially for somebody new, every issue or question they're running into, somebody's already asked it and found some kind That's of solution very
2: good advice for it.
3: Yeah. I think that's probably accurate.
2: Yeah, I agree. Good advice.
3: Yeah. Well, awesome. I guess before we let you go, where can people find you on social media if you would, in fact, like to be found?
0: Sure. Well, on Facebook, I'm part of the Tonal community and not a mystery, just Jerome Snow on the, the, tonal, <laughs> the tonal community as well as on Peloton Dads. There's a, there's a good group there that that's, that I jump into. Or uh, Jay Snellicon on the Peloton.
2: <laughs> nice. that's great. That's great. I love that. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Well, oh, I do. I do. Just want to mention oh, also that Jerome was recently on a tonal talk with uh, oh, Nicolette. I'll, so look at you
3: fancy pants, yeah. Barry, in the lead. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, so you can hear more from Jerome by going back to the official tonal community and watching that Facebook.
0: Life. Right. Yeah, that was last week. Tonal talk with Kate. It was a great session for sure. But yeah, and, and like I said, there, Kate had asked me a question about if I have advice for anybody going through a situation like I went through. I do have advice, but I think the best is if anybody is is struggling and, and wants to hear more about my situation or has specific questions, I'd love to chat with you. So please feel free to hit me up on Facebook. And certainly, you know, there were people that when I was going through cancer that. But I, I met, made acquaintance through the my oncologist, and were extremely helpful to know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And it was scary at times to hear what lay ahead for me. However, to see somebody that had gone through it all and then come out well on the other side was extremely helpful. And getting some tips and tricks on how to deal with things was well, it was helpful. But the one, the wise the one. Piece I'm really of,
2: glad you mentioned that.
0: Sorry, the one piece of advice I would, would say is for somebody that's going through it is to take time for yourself take time for yourself and don't feel guilty about it even when i was was really sick i would take the dog for a walk just to you know have a little time for myself and to clear my head and just kind of get lost in thoughts about everything that's happening you just need time to to process and that's true for somebody that's ill as well as the caregiver and you know honestly one of the things i was talking about with kate is the caregivers in, in my opinion my wife in the circumstances is, is the real strength behind getting through this I mean she took three months off work all I did was lie there and, and go get radiated and, and chemo she's the one that had to keep our kids going and keep me getting to my appointments and make the house work so she had the certainly had the the more difficult part of it I did have actually one thing while we're talking about that not to end on a yeah. bad note but I brought a prop that I can Oh, no. oh Yeah, Yeah, I forgot to show when I was talking about my journey, but this ugly, scary thing was basically how they, they had to strap me to a board when they, they gave the radiation. So you see these black nodules there. They they went on to the platform that was on by like the radiation. It was only like 15 minutes, so it wasn't as bad as, as it seems when the radiation went around and, and got you. But what was crazy about it is if you ever had the cast, the fiberglass, it's like wet and they wrap it around and then it hardens. This is like exactly that same material, but it's a plastic. Maybe not exactly the same material, but the same type of idea. It's a plastic that they just kind of push over your head and over your face, and it kind of molds most of your face. It's kind of like the man in the iron mask or something. It's it's a bit weird.
2: (laughs) Why did they need to put that on? Yeah, like does that that does that protect the other parts of you that aren't getting the radiation? it's, uh,
0: It's so that I wouldn't move. You know, the, the way the radiation works is it's a big thing that moves around, you know, and can target down incredibly precise, but it targets where it goes. And if I'm, you know, moving around, it's going to shoot me in the wrong place and could do some serious damage.
3: Wow. Awesome. Not awesome, but like, that's, it's awesome that they have it mapped out to that degree. Yeah. Yeah. That
0: is awesome. The technology behind that's what I was saying. The technology, even in the last 10, 20 years with, with cancer treatment is has progressed incredibly. So it's, at this point, it's it, for me. It's it's interesting to kind of geek out on on the technology and be marvelled by it.
1: Yeah.
3: Now yeah. that you have the hindsight, exactly. And it's, yeah, totally. Like In the moment, I'm sure you're. Yeah.
1: But <laughs> yeah. Uh, and if anybody wants
3: to see that, we should probably say because uh, since a lot of people will hear this as, as an audio podcast. Oh, okay. Yes. But there's a video component that goes along with this that yes. you can find at our YouTube channel and our YouTube channel is titled after our Peloton podcast. So if you go to YouTube.com/slash/theclipout. And search for this episode or our search for his last name, Snell. We probably won't put that in a lot of other podcast episode (laughs) titles. So you can see what he was wearing while they did all that.
2: Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you for showing that to yeah, us. Yeah, that That's was really. Uh, I hate to say cool, but, but that it's, was fascinating. Interesting. <laughs> it's fascinating. It's yeah. fascinating, and so it's nice to see the like end result that you're happy and healthy at the end of that, and to be able to see like a piece of the equipment that went into that kind of like makes it more concrete and real, if that there, makes
0: sense. There, there's residual effects to the the treatment, which minor ones will last the rest of my life, but no, nothing major. But I'm now in, I'd say, I feel better now than I did prior to the treatment. Kind of like in one of the the tonal talks, Coach Jackson talked about doing four weeks to fat loss and then doing muscle building program. Basically, my cancer treatment, unbeknownst to me, was my three months to fat loss. (laughs) And then I started building muscle.
2: Well, that is a great way to look at it.
0: (laughs) And I don't recommend that to anybody, but no, of course, of course, (laughs) but (laughs) But if you're going to find an upside, yeah,
1: yeah,
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you have a good sense of humor about it. I uh, I, I think
3: that helps get through stuff like that. It does.
2: I'm always amazed by people who have a positive attitude and that have a sense of humor. I don't think I would be so good at it. So I know. Every time we talk to somebody, they're like, you just have to. You just do what you have to. But I'm telling you, I suck at it. So my my hat's off to you for being Uh, able to do that.
0: I I appreciate that. And I think anybody would be surprised at what they can go through when they don't have a choice. And that's that's kind of what I was saying. You know, that's what is the strength that got you to go through it. And I'm not going to say it's not difficult, but it's kind of, all right, do this. Or you've got, you know, six months two years, whatever the timeline is to live. So there's kind of not much of a choice when it comes down to it. You just got to put one foot yeah. in front of the other and push and hope for the best. Well, I'm glad that it worked out for you. That's yeah. that's wonderful.
2: Yeah. And we'll be checking in. I'll be watching for you on the uh, official Tonal community. And if I see you over on the Peloton side, I'll look for you there too. to Make sure you're, you're doing well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
3: Cool. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it.
2: Yes, definitely.
0: Thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. So I guess that brings
3: uh, another one to a close.
2: It sure does.
3: What, pray tell, do you have in store for people next time?
2: Super exciting. Again, we get to interview a coach. This time, the brand new coach, Allison Tibbs.
3: This is a great, maybe a kind of a rhythm that they're going to get into. They get a new coach, and then we're like hazing. <laughs> They have to talk to us. It's like I when you join a fraternity. I don't
2: think I like that you call us hazing. I don't, I don't. Okay.
3: I guess I'm hazing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't associate me with that.
3: It's like good frat member, bad frat member.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I I think that's better. Awesome. I think that's better.
3: So until next time, where can people find you?
2: People can find me at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe and they can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Clip Crystal.
3: And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Find the show online facebook.com slash superset podcast while you're there like the page join the group and wherever you're getting your podcast from be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode so thanks for tuning in and until next time keep lifting
0: The Superset is made possible in part by support from Tonal.